Mr. Pop. Fill that special someone's pockets with no rinse body wash before they head out as a fun and sanitary surprise. It started when Wendy's VP hired one Amy Brown to run their official Twitter account. Overnight, Wendy's was instilled with this fun, sassy attitude that gained traction with their younger demographics. It didn't take long for other corporations to take notice and eventually everyone had to have some kind of gimmick. Something to appeal to the young'uns. My name is Daniel Marley, and I'm the ghostwriter for the Moonflower Self-Care and Cosmetics official Twitter account. At the far end of the office is a clock, and from my desk I can only barely make out that one minute has passed since I last looked. That's good. I just have to wait five more minutes and it will be 11.30, which means I only have half an hour left until my lunch break. Or in other words, I just have to wait five more minutes, seven times. Five minutes, seven times. That's practically nothing. Hey, uh, Dan. Working hard or uh, hardly working? <laughs> Am I right? I turn around and see Greg Taylor Johnson, the communications manager of my department, and technically speaking, and much to my chagrin for that matter, my boss. I have to clarify technically on account of the fact that he really doesn't like labels. Greg would rather us just think of him as one of the guys. He just happens to be the guy that makes more money and tells us what to do. Hey, uh, before I forget, my weekly report still needs a front page added. Mind if I, uh, yeet one of your staplers, eh, hey, Dan? <laughs> Greg has a smile, I find deeply unpleasant. Whenever he's trying to be friendly, he plasters this over-eager, toothy smile on his face. Sure, I say, pulling out my desk drawer and, oh, it's just as I expected, he put my stapler in jello again. I put your stapler in jello again. <laughs> like The Office. You've seen The Office, right? Right, right, Daniel? <laughs> Classic Greg, you put his stapler in jello again. And that gremlin snickering across the room would be Bruce from accounting. Bruce encourages Greg. I don't like Bruce. Not as much as I don't like Greg, mind you. I just don't like Bruce much either. To recap, I don't like Greg. I don't like Bruce. Yeah, nice one, Greg. Uh, anything else I can do for you? From over his shoulder, I could still see the time. Huh. One more minute has passed. That's good. I just have to wait four more minutes, and it will be 11.30, which means I only have half an hour until... Actually, yes! I've been talking with the guys upstairs, and they seem to be pretty impressed with your performance lately. Especially with how well you've pulled off Lotion Thursday. I've noticed that when Greg talks about the higher-ups, he goes out of his way to avoid eye contact with me. Uh, he keeps his eyes fixed on the office water cooler, determined not to acknowledge my existence directly. Now, you, uh, didn't hear it from me, but... 
there might be talk of eventually inviting you up for an in-person performance review. Now this does make me somewhat curious. I haven't yet set foot on any of the floors above, let alone met any of the boys upstairs. Uh, wow, I said. Any idea when they'd theoretically be inviting me up, or... Nope, can't say I do. Finally, he'd lost interest in the water cooler and had his full, loathsome attention directed entirely at me. And, uh, before I forget, that, uh, thing with the L'Oreal people? The, uh, Twitter feud, you mean? We've been in contact with L'Oreal for about a month now, trying to coordinate the release date of our newest body butters. If we can pull this off, it'll be the 2019 chicken sandwich war all over again. Exactly! I thought it best to move that forward a bit. Be ready, Danny boy, because their first tweet should be coming in less than, uh, ten minutes. And I need you to be ready. Capiche? He moved it forward, and now he expects me to work on this through my own lunch break. I'm sorry, sir? Capiche, uh, means understand. It's Spanish. Greg suddenly goes as white as a sheet as he nervously wrestles a flip phone from his back pocket. I only catch the briefest of glimpses of the number. Five, six, seven, something. I'm sorry, uh, it's the <clears throat> higher-ups. I need to take this. Give him hell, Danny boy. Danmeister, January 1st. Release of the 1985 Steely Dan compilation album. What? It's a good album. I'm in my mid-30s. That's not old. Greg manages to flash me one last overly toothy smile before retreating to his office. <laughs> Shut up, Bruce. I'll take out my quinoa veggie wrap and begin gnawing on it as L'Oreal's first tweet comes through announcing their butter, honey and almond. The tweet reads as the company trying to sound self-aware as they promote yet another new product over Twitter. Getting their message out there with a wink and a nod to the platform's more cynical users. We know that you know what we're doing. A respectable opening move, L'Oreal, but I'm already four tiers of irony ahead of you. Moonflower Self-Care and Cosmetics is proud to announce its own body butter. Snakes not included. The deed is done. The trap is set. While reading this tweet, one question arises, and that is... Why did they have to specify that snakes aren't included? L'Oreal has two obvious moves Snake can now make. One, they stoop to my level. Two, they focus in on the body butter, neglecting the snakes. Knight to F7 Fort, make your choice, L'Oreal. They've elected to maintain an air of professionalism, making their case for why their body butter's ingredients are superior to our own while maintaining that tongue-in-cheek, light-hearted prose. I expected them to lean into the body butter, sure, but it is surprising to me that they didn't dedicate any of their 280 characters to addressing the snake issue. Guys, it doesn't contain snakes this time. We're so sorry. We're so sorry. There are no snakes. There are no snakes. There are no snakes. There are no... I continue like this until I hit the character limit. I know. Comedy gold. 
before I even send the tweet. I can see L'Oreal's account already being flooded with snake-centric comments, pictures, and memes. I'm honestly pretty surprised at how quickly they turned against this beauty brand. I mean, it's not like it beats Lotion Thursday or anything, mind you. But still, impressive nonetheless. It's their own fault, really, I tell myself. They shouldn't have ignored the snakes. It's my work phone. I go to hang it up immediately. It goes off again. A part of me expects it to be L'Oreal, begging for Moonflower to call their newly created army of snake commenters off. Moonflower does not compromise. This is what they signed up for, after all. But then I recognize the first three numbers. Five, six, seven. The higher-ups. I answer. The voice is... Unlike anything I've ever heard. Deep, with a thick accent I can't quite place. I lean forward in my swivel chair as I try to focus on his specific words. Trying to make out exactly what was being asked of me. Uh, right, uh, <clears throat> I'm sorry, uh, sir, I don't think our connection's really... Huh. And just like that, the line went dead. I redial and... Wait, and... Busy. Huh. Whoever they were, they at least didn't sound... Angry? I think? Greg did say I should expect them to reach out to me about a possible performance review. I put the phone down again. Scanning the office space. Did Bruce leave? I can still see Greg's silhouette through his opaque office window, pacing furiously. It seems he's distracted, and besides, I'm sure L'Oreal's had enough for the time being. I choose to slip out from behind my desk, half-eaten wrap in hand, and make my way to the elevator. We work on the 11th floor, and the higher-ups go about their business on the floor above us. Everything below us belongs to another company that I cannot, for legal reasons, disclose to you. But it does rhyme with Cornhub. The doors close on me and I feel myself being reeled up in my tiny iron box. And then... I try not to be too late for work, if I can help it at least. Uh, but I was feeling kind of feverish and sluggish this morning. As I pass by Bruce, who's furiously typing out a report of some kind, I catch the time. One minute till ten. That's not... That's not too bad. Greg probably hasn't noticed my absence. It also means I only have to wait five minutes sixty times until it's lunch. Needless to say, L'Oreal's not too pleased with the stunt I pulled the other day during our feud. Something people should know about me is that I'm no Amy Brown. If someone picks a feud with Moonflower self-care and cosmetics, they should know all bets are off. My PC comes to life and I smile as I scroll through my feed. I see several instances of hashtag snake deniers. Hashtag, where are the snakes? Hashtag, snakes not included. I love it. My smile only falters once I see how many unopened emails I have from L'Oreal's representatives. Hey, Daniel. Been looking all over for ya. Greg saw me. Damn it. 
Uh, yeah, sorry, Greg. Felt a bit under the weather this morning. I'm... What? What was this thing? This grotesque, swollen bastardization of the man I once knew to be my boss. I immediately stumble back, my swivel chair clattering to the floor beside me as, I, as a thousand questions were catching in my throat. The very obvious one being, is this really Greg? Working hard. That is most certainly Greg Taylor Johnson's face but it's hanging loosely on his skull like a half-molten Halloween mask. The creature's smiling down at me, flashing those... teeth. Rows upon rows of yellowed, rotten teeth, sitting unevenly in his gums, jutting out at awkward angles. So many teeth. He inches towards me, leaving a glistening film of mucus behind him as he does so, and I feel myself go cold, most of his upper body having sagged downwards, his belt straining to keep the gelatinous mass that was once my boss from spilling out over me and onto the floor. I can see Bruce, still feverishly typing away. Could he not see what was happening? What had happened to Greg? How could he not- Well- how about you take a paracetamol and take it easy for a while, Daniel? What, 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 what was he? You're going to want to be in tip-top shape for your performance review. Sure, Greg. I, um, yeah, I think I have a few sitting around here somewhere. Right, right. Well, break a leg, Daniel. <laughs> Dan, Dan the man. Dan the man. I take a seat at my desk and sigh. Wow, the... The L'Oreal Feud and the Snake Deniers were officially more popular than Lotion Thursday. This is a... This is the third time I've mentioned Lotion Thursday. I probably owe you an explanation. As the one in charge of Moonflower's official Twitter account, I have a daily quota I have to meet. Around four or five posts a day, two of them during prime posting hours. A couple months ago, I was about to head out when I realized I was one post short, and well, that's that's what I came up with. Lotion Thursday. It is also worth mentioning that on top of it just being a dumb post, I made the mistake of sending it on a Wednesday. So the internet did as the internet does and made it go viral. The higher-ups loved it, Greg loved it, and now every week I make the same post. Oh, uh... <clears throat> Speaking of which, I hope you're all having a lovely lotion Thursday. I reach down into my desk drawer for a paracetamol and recoil. Ah. God, God, I hate Greg. There's still a thin film of gelatin from when he jelloed my stapler. Never mind, I decide to just grit my teeth and bear it as I get up and head towards the elevator. Bruce sees me furiously wiping the slime on my pants as I pass him and laughs. <laughs> I hate Bruce. I hate Greg, but I also hate Bruce. The door's closed and I feel myself being reeled up in my tiny iron box and then I'm hit with the strangest sense of deja vu. A sense of profound foreboding and horror. I look down, a half-eaten quinoa veggie wrap at my feet, and just as the doors open before me, 
I remember. <laughs>